Good morning, KSL News Time 530. KSL's top story this hour. Utah lawmakers have passed two bills dealing with armed guards in schools and incentives for teachers to conceal carry. KSL News Radio's Adam Small joins us live with details. Adam? Amanda, the first bill would allow people to volunteer as armed guards in schools in specifically cases to respond to emergencies. Now, since it has undergone some changes since it was first introduced, the bill would not allow specifically teachers and principals to volunteer as armed guards. And that could be in addition to or in substitute of a school resource officer. However, the second bill is designed to incentivize teachers to undergo the proper training so they're allowed to conceal carry in school, which could also help in emergencies. Both bills are now on their way to the governor's desk. Reporting live, Adam Small, KSL News Radio. Utah's governor proposed a package of services to address homelessness, adding up to about $190 million at the beginning of the legislative session. But the final budget will look a lot different. KSL News Radio's Dan Bomas continues our team coverage. Eye on the Hill 2024. Michael Parker with the Utah Impact Partnership says they're hoping to get $55 million for services for homelessness. He's not worried about the billion-dollar proposals for Major League Baseball and hockey arenas. We are very positive about the developments with the stadiums, and that shows the momentum in our community. But we need to make sure we protect the vibrancy of our community by protecting our vulnerable. Parker says he's hoping to see more micro-shelter housing, which he says has helped to reduce camping on the streets. Dan Bomas, KSL News Radio. A new bill would require prosecutors in the Salt Lake County DA's office to account for every 15 minutes they spend on a case and report back to Utah's legislature. KSL News Radio's Heather Kelly is live with more. Heather? Amanda, District Attorney Sim Gill says he doesn't have enough staff to comply with the mandates of Senate Bill 273 if it passes. The District Attorney Reporting Requirements Act would require any DA of any county with more than one million residents to track the time it spends on each case. Gill spoke to the Utah legislature and says his office has 20,000 active cases and there's not enough time to work them, let alone track each 15 minutes spent on them. The bill was introduced after criticism the Salt Lake County DA takes too much time investigating cases, especially when police officers accused of crimes are involved. Heather Kelly, KSL News Radio. KSL's top national stories this hour. Illinois is the latest state trying to remove former President Trump's name off the ballot. ABC's Perry Russell reports now from Washington, D.C. With the Supreme Court hearing arguments in Trump's case on April 22nd, a decision may not come until June. The Supreme Court has a very strong unanimous Court of Appeals opinion. If it wanted to affirm that opinion, it could do it in a matter of weeks. The Supreme Court is also considering whether states can keep Trump off the ballot for his alleged role in the January 6th attack. I consider it to be more election interference by the Democrats. Just yesterday, Illinois joined Colorado and Maine in trying to remove him from the primary ballot, although the court has indicated it's likely to side with Trump. The former president's lawyers have until tomorrow to file an appeal. Another Utah school reported a carbon monoxide leak. Not only have we had two carbon monoxide leaks in schools, but a church and a townhome building all in the last two months. Sherry Pace with Utah Poison Control says we need to make sure the furnaces and detectors in public buildings are serviced regularly. We can also look for unusual symptoms. If, if there's multiple people feeling, you know, sick or, you know, lightheaded, nauseated, things like that, find out what's happening. If you do notice those symptoms, get to fresh air right away. Britt Johnson, KSL News Radio. First look traffic, Andy's in the traffic center. 
Well, so far, our main corridors of the freeway have all been delay-free and no crashes yet. That's good news. A little bit heavy on Bangor in the West Valley portion near 21st South. And that's pretty much it. It's just a light commute so far. I'm Andy Farnsworth in the KSL Traffic Center. KSL Weather Now with Matt Johnson. A storm currently in the Gulf of Alaska will be hitting Utah over the weekend. So what you'll notice first is the wind. Breezy today out of the south, nothing too strong, but it'll push highs near 60 degrees. 59 for tomorrow. It'll be mostly cloudy. However, the leading edge of that storm will impact southeast Idaho and Cache Valley as early as your Friday. Rain on Saturday could switch to snow Saturday night into Sunday. That storm, by the way, when it comes into California and the Sierras, crazy. 100-mile-an-hour winds, and they're talking 5 to 10 feet of snow oh my goodness. in the next couple of days. Could get another burst of spring-like temperatures for the next few days here before that other storm moves in. Meteorological spring begins on March 1st. But according to ClimateCentral.com, temperatures are much higher and more spring-like now than ever. The season has warmed 2 degrees Fahrenheit across the country since 1970. Climate Central says cities in our neck of the woods are seeing the biggest increase in warmer-than-normal spring days. Cities like Reno, Nevada and Tucson, Arizona. This is because of rising levels of pollution. Here at home in Utah, the National Weather Service says today we'll see temperatures 5 to 10 degrees higher than our seasonal average. Meteorologist Nicole Desmet says our specific temperature increase right now is due to high southerly flow, bringing high temperatures and wind from those warmer-than-normal areas. Emma Keddington, KSL News Radio. Wendy's is walking back their dynamic pricing plan after people had a beef with the idea online. ABC's Brianna Nally. Wendy's is trying to clarify its plan to test so-called dynamic pricing, where customers could see menu prices change during the day based on demand or a restaurant's location. Wendy's now insists that any shift in pricing would be to offer discounts during slower times of the day. The proposed 2025 menu pricing has have yet to be released. Thanks to healthy inventory, car prices are starting to fall nationwide. Shocking sticker prices, which began to rise during the COVID-19 pandemic, fueled inflation for nearly three years. That was mainly because demand, especially for large vehicles, rose as supply fell, due in large part due to supply chain issues. But that's starting to change, and Kelly Blue Book suggests 2024 may be the most affordable year of the past five to buy a new car or truck. But affordable? is relative. The average price is now just shy of $50,000. Daria Albinger, ABC News. Breaking news. We are monitoring a house fire in Lehigh. We don't have any details yet, but fire department, the fire department is on scene and working on keeping the flames contained. In fact, we got a we got a text a few minutes ago that says massive house fire in Lehigh just off the I-15 freeway. You might see it as you're driving uh-huh. in. That could cause a lot of looky-loos, yeah. uh, you know, as they drive by. So be careful there on the roads as well.